0: are officially zero percent oh my god (laughs) k-r-z-l-e yeah Yeah. (laughs) charles
1: (laughs) the the synopsis just isn't good this former independent ranch foreman
0: butterfly kisses oh my god (laughs) God. this is my favorite part of the show Welcome back to What Was That Called Again? I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And this is a movie game show where I select three movies and read their IMDb plot descriptions to Will, who then has to try to match the plot description with the correct title. And then afterwards, he tries to rank the movies based on the star rating on their IMDb pages. And we recently started a new round where I also pick a quote from one of the three movies that I have here. And then we'll try to guess which movie that quote came from.
1: That is slowly becoming my like favorite part of the show, because you deliver that in a character of your choosing. Yeah, and
0: and it might not even be a character that exists. You just do it. It is so good. Yeah, it. I think so far it absolutely is not a character that exists. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just. I um. I actually don't think so far I've used a quote from a movie that I've actually seen. Oh, it's think. even better. Maybe the, I think I might have once, but anyway, yeah, I, um, I, I'm enjoying that segment as well. It's pretty good. All right. Well, so, um, I'm coming off of a,
1: a big fat goose egg yep. last week. Um, so, uh, let me tell
0: you, this is a new year
1: and, uh, <laughs> new me. Oh Yeah.
0: Yeah. This will be officially, um, this episode should be dropping on new year's day. 2024 so is it i thought no way yeah yep i thought i thought this would be like oh wait a minute long after that (laughs) all right well there's an edit because yeah you're right (laughs) no keep it simple because (laughs) i
1: think the listener needs to know that we bank a bunch of these uh, Thomas has a very yeah. busy work schedule. I have a very busy work schedule. So we literally try to do these. We literally re- re- recorded last week's episode about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> so, so we have a bunch in the bank. We're releasing them every week. Um, we should be like March right now, I think, by this <laughs> no. by this recording. We're, this one will be like early February, I think. Okay. so some, So it's been a new year for a while. So hopefully 2024 has been good so far. Um, happy yeah. Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, who knows what Saint we're really doing? St. Patrick's Day, whatever, it, whatever's Easter, going on. Who, who knows where? It is. Yeah, the eclipse is coming up. If you if you get the chance to go yeah. to totality, go see that. I re- yeah, re- yeah. recommend. It. I just found out side, sidebar, completely unrelated yeah. to the show, um, that you and I, you being younger, um, we have the opportunity to see three total solar eclipses in our lifetime. That's amazing. That's awesome. I saw the first one um, in my mm-hmm. lifetime back in 2017 or whenever that happened. It was amazing. Yeah. I went to Totality. I, I drove to Totality. It was awesome. It wasn't far away. This one literally passes right over my house. Don't have to go anywhere. It's going to be awesome. And then the one, it's in like 2054, I think, or 2055 or 2045. I think it's 2045. Cause I'll be fifty five. Anyway, I think it's twenty forty five. Um, it passes um, pretty much along the the, uh, the similar path of the partial eclipse that just happened back in October. A couple
0: months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It goes like over like Oregon and Texas and stuff. But it will be mm-hmm. a, a full solar eclipse. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, three. So I I have a I have a reason to live to be fifty five now. So, <clears throat>
0: but then after that, <laughs> just...
1: gone. Just right as soon as the sun comes back from behind the moon, just dead. Just all right. Well, <laughs> got my three. Bye. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. All right. Uh, that was completely yeah. random. But um. But yeah. So the the recording schedule is weird. So we always have to re- try to remember uh, where we're at. So last episode we updated um, Begotten in the IMDb saga of its changed yep. um, synopsis on our attempt to change it. Um, so we don't have an update on that yet because. Like I said, we literally just recorded that 30 minutes ago. So um, as soon as we're going to try again, I think the goal is is to create a um, IMDb profile. And then we're going to try again and try to get this thing changed in our favor. But if not, the new goal, as we sort of established last episode, is to just add quotes and random trivia from the movie uh, Long Pigs onto IMDb. So. Uh, Yeah, We will also update that as well. I will try to do
0: that, yes. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, let's see. (laughs) Let's see how this goes. Um, So we're going to start with your first film from 1974. Ooh, okay. And uh, your plot synopsis from IMDb reads as follows. A paranoid leisure suit wearing... I con man <laughs> slash gigolo <laughs> okay named Matt Stone seduces lonely women bilks them of their savings via an investment scam then kills them when he begins seeing an attractive widow her daughter Tina becomes suspicious of his motives
1: okay I'm gonna use my, my catchphrase this feels familiar um, I just don't remember what it feels familiar about, but I remember a movie that we had to re-edit in film school oh. that was about a con man and a widow, mm-hmm. and I cannot remember the name of that movie either, so, so so that doesn't help me one bit, but it feels familiar in that sense. Okay.
0: Yeah. So wait. All right. So wait,
1: no, wait, 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 let me at least try to impregnate okay. this in my memory. So, 1975? 74. Already miscarried. Okay, so 1974, um, a leisure suit wearing uh, con man slash what? (laughs) Con man slash gigolo. (laughs) Gigolo. That's what it was. That was the one that threw me. So, a leisure suit wearing con man slash gigolo
0: um, meets a widow? Named Matt Stone seduces... Lonely women, oh, builds them of right, their okay. savings via an investment scam, then kills them. When he becomes, or when he begins seeing an attractive widow, her daughter Tina becomes suspicious of his motives. So Matt Stone, the um, yes. uh, man slash gigolo who wears a leisure suit,
1: um, yes, he seduces women and builds them of their money. Uh, and he he meets a widow, uh, and whose daughter kills him. I, I already forgotten. This is going to be becomes tough. Becomes suspicious of his motives. Becomes suspicious. The daughter becomes, the daughter of the widow, who yes. Matt Stone, who seduces women and bilks money while wearing a leisure suit. The daughter of this person becomes suspicious. Okay. 1974. I think yep. I got it. Okay.
0: Yes. Next. All right. Next one. We're going forward 10 years to 1984. Okay. This one reads as follows from IMDb. A hitman tries to seduce the mother of a child who witnesses his most recent kill. Oh, wait. Okay, so wait, who seduces it? The child or the mother? (laughs) Or who seduces it? Who witnesses it? (laughs) A hitman tries to seduce the mother of a child who witnessed his most recent kill. I'm assuming that
1: they mean that the child's
0: the child witness, the yes. child
1: witness. Okay. I, I just thought they might just randomly be throwing out the fact that there was a child. <laughs> so <laughs> no. I thought he was trying to seduce, um, the witness being that the mother was the witness. Uh, and so after the fact, like, after she witnessed, um, the hit, uh, that this guy did, he tried to seduce her. That's what I originally was thinking. Okay. 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, no name given. A hitman tries to seduce the mother of a child who witnessed the hit. Okay.
0: Seems simple. Okay. Doesn't ring a bell. Doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. Straightforward. Yeah. Next. And your final film comes from the year 1955. Is there a hitman involved? A self-proclaimed preacher marries a gullible widow whose young children are reluctant to tell him where their real dad hid the $10,000 he he had stolen in a robbery. Say that one again. Yeah. Uh, It reads as follows. A self-proclaimed preacher marries a gullible widow whose young children are reluctant to tell him where their real dad hid the $10,000 he'd stolen in a robbery. This is 1955? Yeah. A self-proclaimed preacher.
1: Yep. Hmm. This also sort of sounds familiar. But I also just don't know if it's just how Um, that one Mary Poppins biopic started. That came out of... What was that called again? <laughs> The one where Tom Hanks plays Disney for like a scene. Oh, I feel like I feel like whenever you go to Australia and you see the backstory of that of like the girl who becomes the writer of Mary Poppins, like you like her her dad died and someone was trying to steal the money. I don't know why that felt that I could be totally wrong on that too. Um, okay, anyway, sorry. 1955, self-proclaimed preacher. Um, there's also a widow here. Mhm. He tries to he doesn't seduce anybody. What does he try to do again? He gets flustered. He gets upset. What happened?
0: Um, he marries a gullible widow. Marries a gullible. Whose widow. young children are reluctant to tell him where their real dad hid the $10,000 he'd stolen. <laughs> You're not my real dad.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, the self-proclaimed preacher uh, marries a gullible widow uh, whose children w- uh, refuse to tell him where their real dad hid stolen treasure. Okay, that sounds fun. Self-proclaimed preacher, that sounds weird though. Is he really a preacher? Or is he just is he just using that because he's trying to woo gullible widows into trusting him? Okay. Um, that is the question. So let me try to recap these. I'm going to fail because mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of information in these movies. But they all yeah. do have seemingly maybe widows. They also maybe have, ch- they definitely have children involved. Children mm-hmm. who are getting in the way. Those meddling kids. Um, yeah, there are three
0: films of suspicious children, so,
1: or 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 uh, children who um, uh, are suspicious of of yep. men who maybe are not the best in their ethics or morals. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So the first one was 1974. Thank cool. you <laughs> for nodding heavily. 1974, yep. a, a leisure suit uh wearing con man slash gigolo um who uh, seduces widows to bilk them other money, um uh comes across um no he just sed- seduces women, but he come but he uh he uh enters a relationship with a widow whose daughter is suspicious of his motive, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um then the next one was nineteen eighty four Which was about? uh, This is the one I thought I remembered. Hold on. Um, So, uh, because I keep picturing it taking place in Australia, which I know is not true. Um, This one's about the. um, No, this isn't that one. This is the one you just said. So I don't. I don't remember this. 1985. This and hold on. This is the one. Four. That is 84, you're right. 1984, this is the one that... I don't remember this one. Tell me again, sorry. A
0: A hitman tries to seduce the mother of a child who witnessed witnessed his most recent kill. I
1: totally forgot about this movie already. Wow. Um, So 1984, (laughs) a hitman tries to seduce the widow of a child who witnessed what he did before. Okay. So the child witnessed this hitman do something. I wonder if the... I wonder... I mean... Clearly, you might know, and the listeners definitely probably know, but in my head, I wonder: Did the does the hitman know the child witnessed his actions, and that's why
0: he's trying yeah, to seduce this, the wife? This might be an appropriate time to say um, we can do our bonus round because I have seen two of these three, so you can try to guess <laughs> which one I have not seen. Okay. Um, okay.
1: I, uh, so, but that's interesting because it's like mm-hmm. the hitman. Knows that the daughter or the child saw him kill somebody. So he has to go seduce the mother to try to uh, prevent the child from um, uh, alerting the authorities or telling somebody. Or he doesn't know the child saw him do what he did. And he just happens to be in love with the child's mom. Mm, that's interesting. Okay. Could be either way. Okay. And then the last one was 1955. Uh, a self-proclaimed preacher marries a widow whose children won't tell him where their real dad hid treasure. Yep. Okay. Th- that's, those are some... It's interesting how you can take the concept of like, how how's the kid going to get in the way? And, <laughs> and uh, you know, do three different films with it. That's interesting. I still wonder if the self-proclaimed... There's, there's more to go. There's like...
0: Yeah, there's there's lots more movies that are along these kind of similar lines. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting to see these three, you know, side by side. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the, the self-proclaimed preacher could still be a con man. So, okay. Um, I think I'm ready for the titles.
0: All righty. Well, then, your first title you're going to have to work off of is going to be Perfect Strangers. Oh, see, I do know that title. Perfect Strangers.
1: Perfect Strangers. What is that movie? Perfect Strangers. Oh, is that the first one that Con? I I can't remember what that movie was. We had to edit. Perfect Strangers. Oh my gosh. Nineteen seventy four. I don't think the night. I don't think it was nineteen seventy four though. That movie that I had to edit. And I didn't edit the original. We just we just took the movie already existing and recut it up um just for a class perfect strangers though okay i i'm just going to that one's going to fester because that does sound really familiar so you just move on to the next one
0: okay the second one i'm going to give you is night of the hunter oh
1: fuck that also sounds really familiar <laughs> night of the hunter feels like the hitman one and also feels like a lifetime movie like a you know like a like one of those where like the mom has to has to decide between her love for this guy who's seemingly too perfect and also her child, yeah. you know? Um, okay. Night of the Hunter, you said? Yes. Okay. Is that Meryl Streep? I can't remember now. Okay. Uh, and then the last one? Your last one is Impulse. Mm, see, that does not ring a bell. Impulse. Um, so this is tough because in previous episodes – Uh, at least one movie like sticks out to me. Another one sounds familiar. And then if there is a third one that I haven't heard, then I just kind of place it wherever. Right. But in this case, there are two that I have definitely heard of. Maybe even one that I've seen, if not two that I've seen. And then a third one that I have no idea, but I really have no idea where any of these go. (laughs) So if I, in my logic, um, which has often failed me um, in my logic. I don't know how to place these. Um, okay, let me try them again. So, uh, say the first one again. Say the first title for me.
0: Yeah. Um, the first Perfect one. Strangers. Perfect, Stranger. right,
1: yep. Perfect strangers. Perfect strangers. That's Right. Perfect strangers. Perfect strangers. Knight of the hunter, and then what was the last one? Impulse. Impulse. That's the outlier. Okay. Perfect strangers. Oh man. That really, if I could just remember the movie that I had to edit, (laughs) because, but I, I don't think it was 1974. I think it was a later movie. I think it was like 90s. But, um, the movie that I keep, that I initially thought of, that I keep getting stuck on in my head, fuck, what was it called? It was, and who did it have? I think it had John Cusack in it. And, um, I can see her face and I can't remember her name, but she always plays an evil person. Oh man. And then I can't remember who the (laughs) third third one is, but they were all, it was, it was kind of centered around a racetrack too. And one was a widow and John Cusack was like, um, a playboy type character. So I didn't really watch the movie, watch the movie. I just had to re-edit it. So I didn't really pay attention. Plus that was like 10 years ago. (sighs) But I just remember like in the trailer, or no, it was in the version... Because I, I had... That's what it was. The assignment was I had to recut a trailer for the movie. Using the movie. <clears throat> and in my version of the trailer... Um, and I think maybe even in the original version of the trailer... There's um, there's a uh, split screen that's split three ways. So you see all three characters. But I don't think the third character was a daughter character. So I can pretty much eliminate now... That I've seen this movie, but I have heard of Perfect Strangers. And I don't know if Perfect Strangers fits the idea of a of a daughter witnessing a hit and then a mother and a hitman falling in love. But maybe it does. Maybe it's like a love story. The second title was Say It Again. It was uh the second one was Night of the Night Hunter. Night of the Hunter, right. So that one <clears throat> Excuse me. That one Oh, Night of the Hunter. Is that the preacher one? God damn it. These I hate this. This is like this is so bad because I really feel like I've heard of this one. And then the last one was Impulse. Impulse. That one's never going to stick with me. So let me just try to get rid of this one. Impulse. So impulse. What does impulse? Are you going on an impulse? So maybe that's not the treasure one with the with the um, self proclaimed preacher. Um, the impulse would be the daughter whose mother, the widow, the daughter is suspicious of the gigolo slash con man's motives. Like, right, she's going on an impulse, right? Hmm, maybe. Um, which makes Night of the Hunter... The second film with the hitman who, who... Oh, man. Who's trying to seduce the mother of a child who witnessed his, his crime. And then Gullible was the last one. What was the last? I can't remember this name at all. Limitless. Gullible. What? What was the last title? Sorry. The last
0: title. Impulse. Impu-
1: impulse. Gosh, I really I, It really escapes my mind. As soon as I <laughs> say it, it just goes away. Impulse. Is impulse really? No. Impulse has to be the first one. So there's Perfect Strangers. Knight of the Hunter and Impulse. Yeah. Okay. So does that mean Perfect Strangers is the one with the kids and the real dad's treasure? Dude, this one, I really... I I have either seen Perfect Strangers and or Night of the Hunter. Or I've not even heard of any of these at all. (laughs) (laughs) And they just sound similar to another title? Oh, wow. Okay. I am not confident at all. And I'm coming off of a big fat goose egg too. So, perfect strangers. Perfect strangers. So I could see perfect strangers also being like no, I can't. Perfect strangers has to be the self-proclaimed preacher who tries to? No, who marries? Yeah, yeah. Who who is married to a widow? A gullible who, widow. A gullible widow. Exactly. Gullible. She's gullible. Because yeah. the real dad. Like that's why the kids won't. I'm just trying to like do my math out loud here. That's why the kids won't tell him about the treasure. Is because they know that mommy and new daddy actually don't know each other. The kids don't trust new daddy, right? So, and they know mom's a dumbass and just, they can easily pull the wool over her eyes or, you know, and, and trick her. And that's what this guy did. So they're, so they're air quotes, perfect strangers. (sighs) Maybe I'm not selling myself on that one. Because the con man, the gigolo leisure suit wearing gigolo slash con man who woos women to bilk them of their money and begins dating or whatever it was, this widow whose daughter is suspicious of his motives. That one seems like impulse, but it could also be perfect strangers. (sighs) Damn, dude, this is tough. Okay, I got to narrow this down. So once again, I have Perfect Strangers. I have Night of the Hunter. Night of the Hunter is still sticking out to me too. And then Impulse. Mm-hmm. Night of the Hunter. Night of the Hunter really feels like a lifetime movie. Night of the Hunt. Night. It's like one of those like, like whenever I don't know if you remember this like, you know, Saturday nights or even like Tuesday nights on like CBS or whatever back in the day, like late '90s maybe. <laughs> like they would they would take a movie, a feature film, and then like cut it down for TV. Right. Yeah. And every time that they would go to commercial break, right, like the title card would come up and like the announcer would be like, Night of the Hunter will return on CBS, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. That's what that feels like. It feels like that. And you said it was Night of the Hunter, or you didn't say, but one of these films is 1985, 84. 84, yeah. And that was the one with the Hitman. Uh, yes. And I don't feel like a 74 film. Or a 55 film would be called Night of the Hunter. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and officially lock in the 1984 Hitman. Um, shit, what was it again? Seduces, yeah, the widow tries to, tries to, yeah, exactly, tries to seduce the, seduce, yeah, exactly. to seduce the widow, witnessed his most recent kill, exactly. So um, that one is Night of the Hunter locking that in. So that leaves Impulse and Perfect Strangers. Oh, man this is it's i mean i don't I don't want it to just be a coin flip in my head, right I want this to be like i've thought this out so impulse impulse doesn't feel like nineteen fifty five impulse feels like nineteen seventy four leisure suit wearing Um, con man slash gigolo who bilks women out of their money, um, tries to date a widow whose daughter is suspicious of his activities. I think that's impulse. I'm going to lock that in as impulse, which means perfect strangers is a 1955 film with a self-proclaimed preacher marries the gullible widow whose children won't tell him where their real dad hid the treasure.
0: And did I get any of those correct? Um, I am happy to report you did get one out of three correct. God damn it! God damn it!
1: <laughs> ah!
0: This has become a weekly thing
1: as of late. <sighs> so do I just stay confident with Knight of the Hunter and flip the other two? I think I'm going to have to because I don't... Perfect Strangers. Man, Perfect... See, whenever you said "Perfect Strangers," mm-hmm. uh, and you—well, re- no, whenever—sorry, whenever you said the the synopsis of the first film, and it really like hit me as though I really felt like I've seen this. And then fast forward to you saying "Perfect Strangers." Not that I linked the two together, but I—I I at least had the same level of that sounds familiar with both of those elements. So maybe "Perfect Strangers" is the gigolo no I, I i bet it's not i bet perfect Str- i'm gonna i'm gonna kick myself because i know perfect i feel- <laughs> i feel like now that perfect strangers is the hitman. um the hitman tries to seduce the uh, the widow of a child who saw his killer the kill happen um uh, do i stick with it man knight of the hunter Night of the Hunter, is that the ex is that the priest the self proclaimed priest? I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> this this agony that I feel inside. Okay. But so that means I'm saying that I, I feel confident in um Impulse being the first movie. Knight of the Hunter. Night because he's a gigolo, maybe? And he, he he bilks women, so he's like hunting women.
0: Oh buddy. This isn't this isn't really a hint, but I did want to say. Um it is very funny because so one of these three is like a very well known movie. Oh, I
1: bet, probably so. And the other
0: the other two are <laughs> they're lesser lesser known for sure, but one of these three is like a very well-known
1: it's either perfect strangers or night or night of the hunter because both of those like rang hardcore bells in my head but the problem is is that I I probably clearly have either seen them and forgotten them completely or never seen them
0: yeah I know that's what's great about your condition yeah thanks
1: condition yeah I like that term it's in in all medical textbooks (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay gosh okay See, right now I'm struggling with, and I apologize for the listener, because uh, I'm, I'm sure you're like, God, just get to the point. Um, this is probably the longest I've struggled with titles in a while, um, but inter- my internal struggle is is which one of these do I stick with, because clearly I got one correct, but I don't know which one I should keep. Um, Night of the Hunter. Okay, let me just try to like my other tactic in the beginning of the of our show, back in the early days, was that I would try to like get in the mindset of like a distributor or, um, you know, some kind of marketing team. Let me try that tactic again. Um, not that it worked in the beginning, but it's all I've got left. So yeah, um, Night of the Hunter. That feels very, like, I wanna I wanna grab. I want to grab the attention of a of a viewer of a potential viewer and bring them like right in like this sounds like you know intense this sounds uh, which is why I kind of went with the hitman the nineteen eighty four film because one he's a hitman, so hunter I figure maybe he operates at night. I don't know makes sense, but also it just it sounds action packed actiony. Right? Or at least more intense. The impulse as far as a marketing thing goes it doesn't really I don't know. It doesn't really say anything. And then Perfect Strangers doesn't say anything either. So I think I'm going to have to stick with uh, 1984 being Night of the Hunter. And then I'm going to flip Um, Impulse and Perfect Strangers. I'm going to say that um, Perfect Strangers is the most famous film here, probably, and is the 1974 uh, gigolo con man, um, that one who books money off out of women, and the daughter of this widow he's trying to date is suspicious. And then I'll say Impulse, which doesn't make any sense. I'm probably going to regret this. Is the 1955, or or self-proclaimed priest who marries a gullible widow and whose children won't um uh tell him where their real dad hid the treasure. I uh, <laughs> I'm locking it in. That's all I've got. Tell me I got a zero. God damn it.
0: <laughs> I love the confidence. Thank you. Well, um that did put you at a 0 yeah, out of 3. <laughs> so Somewhere out there, there's someone listening who's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? They're just
1: saying, you fool, you fool. <laughs>
0: because 1955's Night of the Hunter.
1: Damn it. Like That one's the most famous one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know, I, that's what I felt like. I, was, I, I mean, I'm saying this now, totally going against what I just said for the last 30 minutes. But whenever you would describe that one. I don't know why it like made me think of that Mary... No, it wasn't Mary Poppins, but it was the Mary Poppins author biopic movie or whatever it was. And it's not set in Australia, is it? I never watched it. Okay. Oh, well, that, was, that ruins that game then. Thanks. I wanted my one bonus point and I was trying to guess that. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, um, I don't know why, but I guess it's because it was just famous. I don't know... It, it, my logic is never sound so i don't know why no. that sparked that memory but um man night of the hunter it's probably got some famous actors in it too i bet and it's played by a famous <laughs> it's,
0: it's by a famous director too and i think i have seen this um go ahead and... i would i would have guessed that that would be one that you may have seen in film like school
1: it's like a sam Peckinpah paul movie or something like that
0: um well I'll, I'll circle back to okay, okay. some details about the movies. The 1984 one is Perfect Strangers. Uh, the hitman who tries to seduce the mother of a child. Damn it. And that, is that is at 1974 least, is 1974 as Impulse.
1: Is that at least a TV movie? Did I at least get any part of that logic right? No. <laughs> Damn it. No. <laughs> but I had Impulse in, in the beginning.
0: <laughs> in fact, I think I think there is a different movie called Perfect Strangers that may be the one you've heard of because I would be shocked if you had heard of this one. This one is not very well.
1: I will submit to the court that I have heard and seen the other film. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. This one is not uh, very widely seen. Um, so yeah, I would have been surprised. I want to, before I go into any details about the movies, I wanted to go ahead and get the, um, go to our segment where you guess the, uh, ranking of the three. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, okay. Um,
1: Knight of the hunter. I can, al- I think I can almost see that like criterion box or whatever. I know it's like a famous artwork too. Um, okay. Now I'm going to say nine of the Hunter is probably number one, easily, uh, easily, uh, seven to eight range. Um, impulse, just based on you telling me that, um, a uh, few few people have seen this no that was probably sorry perfect strangers
0: um both yeah both of them are i think um i don't have i don't have it pulled up in front of me right now but i think both of those movies on imdb have under 1000 user ratings really okay i believe so um
1: okay how about this so perfect strangers I'm going to put last and here's my reasoning. I have a, a personal reason for this. One time I tried to rent the movie, the descent. And there's a the story. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a similar film titled descent. I, yes. Yes. And I rented that one. And, um, I knew what The Descent was sort of about. And I sort of expected um, a, a definitely a certain element of horror to it, um, a certain level of intensity to it. And I watched Descent, and it lacked all of that. And I was upset. I was like, why do people like this movie? Like, Why are people talking about this movie so fucking much? Now imagine <laughs> if I went on IMDb and rated The Descent based off of my viewing of Descent. I'm gonna give that logic to perfect strangers and that because there's a a movie with another at least similar sounding title out there, I'm gonna say that one got ranked to the lowest because people were just upset about it. <laughs> um, which means impulse is number two. So that's uh Knight of the Hunter, Impulse, Perfect Strangers. And I'm gonna say between like the range is probably pretty tight, I would say. Uh, so I was going to say like mid-six
0: to mid-seven. That's your spread for all three of them? Yeah. Mid-six to mid-seven. Okay. Um, I think you flip flop two of them. So Night of the Hunter is the highest. Okay. Uh, Perfect Strangers and then Impulse. That's the order. So Night of the Hunter has an 8.0 on IMDb Ooh, wow. at the time of recording. Okay,
1: that's a seven to eight.
0: yeah. Perfect Strangers has a 5.4. Oh, wow. And Impulse has a 4.9.
1: Oh, my. That's a big drop. Those are,
0: that's a big <laughs> spread. Okay. Yeah, I was really wrong on that one. Yeah. So, um, Impulse um, from 1974. Currently, I could not find it anywhere streaming or anything like that. I found out about this movie because there is a grindhouse releasing Blu-ray that's coming out at the time of recording. It's coming out soon. And I actually pre-ordered it because I do want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars William Shatner as Matt Stone. Matt Stone. <laughs> yeah. And um, it has this, uh, I, I believe the mother is played by Ruth Roman, who uh, was in the Alfred Hitchcock movie, Strangers on a Train. Okay. Um this movie is directed by this guy, William, I'm going to guess his name is pronounced William Greffay, um, who is kind of a um, like a uh, exploitation filmmaker. I've seen one of his other movies, which my girlfriend would wince at the mention of. It's called Stanley, and it's a snake movie. And um, there is some animal violence in the movie. Oh, my. <laughs> so it was not received very well here in my household. Uh, he also directed Jaws' knockoff movie called Jaws of Death. Okay. Um, yeah, so so pro- that's prolific where director is what from. you're saying. <laughs> yes. Um, the, the Stanley disc from um, Vinegar Syndrome had a great special feature where he had a Q&A screening at the New Bev. Stanley screened at the New Beverly. That's I thought that was great. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Perfect Strangers from 1984... Has a Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray, which I own, and that's how I see saw this movie because it is not streaming anywhere. I looked on YouTube; it's not on YouTube. Uh, it is from director Larry Cohen, whom listeners may know if they don't recognize the name. He directed like so familiar the it's it's alive trilogy. Cue the Winged Serpent. Uh, oh, God told me to the stuff. <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah, Um yeah. A lot of a lot of great, a lot of great great movies uh, like lower budget but like very very well done. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah, I I love Larry Cohen. Uh not one of my favorite Perfect Strangers is not one of my favorites of his movies, but it was still worth watching for sure. Um and Night of the Hunter, I'm sure there are listeners who (laughs) probably think you're very dumb for missing that one. Yeah, I mean that's (laughs) the whole reason why this show exists, just because of that. I I was hesitant to pick that one, but I thought, man, it'll be funny because I bet he won't catch that title. So I I, I just thought it'd be great. Um, It is the one and only movie ever directed by uh, actor Charles Lawton. And it stars Robert Mitchum, Shelley Winters, and Peter Graves. And um, it is currently at the time of recording. It is in the Criterion Collection, I will say. Yeah. At the time of recording, it is streaming for free on Tubi, Freevee, and Pluto. Nice. Um, it is not on the Criterion channel, but you can get the Blu-ray. There may be even a 4K re-release of it. I don't know, but absolutely check it out. I would probably get some shit for it, but I personally think it's like three quarters a perfect movie. Oh, really? The last, I think the last quarter of it, it, it like hits a wall at a certain point. But the first like three quarters of it are very tense and amazing. Um and uh with that we can move on to our quote for the uh, evening.
1: Once I, I want to oh. add, I want to go back and just sure. say that the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the movie that I was thinking of with uh, John Cusack and other people that I couldn't name either. <laughs> I just want to say uh the uh the the female character was Angelica Houston, and the other female character was Annette Benning and it's called the grifters
0: yes uh, yeah okay
1: yeah yeah i've never watched it um it, it was decent but uh, again i just I, I mainly just um uh uh am familiar with it because of editing class it is from mm-hmm. uh 1990 so um yeah. anyway i just wanted to get that out there um okay yeah so now it's time for the quote
0: but i hope i hope you feel better uh not even nope <laughs> Do you feel embarrassed? Uh, actually, really I, sidebar, really quick. Do you feel embarrassed about Night of the Hunter?
1: No. Uh, so, and here's why: okay. it's because I'm an idiot. Um, so, uh, and I know that going into this, it would be one thing if, like, I you know I was super you know super good at at knowing movies, but I know that I'm not. But it really did. I I know I do say this one way too often, and two, almost every episode, it really did sound familiar whenever you described it. <laughs> And then I bet. And then, whenever you uh, – because like I said, for some stupid reason, like visually, I just got the image of like um, – that's there, there's this – I can't remember that. I should look that up too, the name of the Mary Poppins biopic, but I'm not going to. Um, but for some reason, like immediately triggered that visual memory. And maybe there's like a similar scene with like kids running into a house. Um, anyway, um, and then you said the title later on in the episode – and I was just like, "Oh fuck, that really feels familiar." <laughs> but I think I said like "made for TV movie" or something. <laughs> yeah, yes, you <laughs> like, did. Like, like lifetime movie. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so that might be the only part that I'm embarrassed about. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I I know that I'm stupid when it comes to this stuff because I that's why we have this show. If if it, if it wasn't for that, then we wouldn't have this show. So I can't say I'm
0: embarrassed. Yeah. I do want to, I expected one it. other thing on that really fast before we go on to the uh, quote for the evening. I, um, I remember a long, a few years ago, looking up a list of like, um, the best movies in the criterion collection. It was like some website that ranks like, Oh, the best movie, number one, like it ranks, mm-hmm. you know, the Criterion, but just movies. the criterion. Yeah. But like the top, like the top 10 best movies in the criterion collection or whatever. Night of the Hunter was number one on that list. Wow. And that that was when I bought it. Yeah. I I blind bought it off of that. And I've watched it twice.
1: Again, uh, me not being familiar with the movie is nothing uh, to say with the quality of the movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And with that, we can go on to our quote for the evening. And I will uh, act it out for you. I will say that this one is a... It's an even shorter quote than last week's, um, but I will I will give you my performance. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh yes. So I I, I literally almost forgot that you have to do this in character. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. And the quote is as follows. Action. Here, hold my hot dog. <laughs>
1: Oh, bravo, sir. Bravo. <laughs> the character choice, the delivery, the, uh, the uh, line selection, all just uh, 10 out of 10. <laughs> you knocked that one out of the park. What was it? Hold my hot dog? <laughs> yes. I'm
0: speechless. The, uh, here, comma, hold my hot dog. Here, hold my hot dog. <laughs> i hope it was delivered
1: as slow and dry as that as well i hope so too oh so you haven't seen this oh so I oh know. i just i just pulled it out of you that was a that was a trick of mine but now i'm trying <laughs> no, to remember really. which when you said you didn't see uh because i really forgot what when you said you didn't see
0: um that doesn't mean that i didn't see it <laughs> oh. i could have said that and i had seen it or i could have said it and i don't remember that line i i or did parallax Do you remember And I don't remember that line that was in Parallax View that I read at all. Damn it.
1: Okay. Well, but truly, I can't even remember what one you said you didn't see. Um, Shit. Um, (laughs) That's that's funny, too. Yeah, I know. Uh, (laughs) um, Okay. Here, hold my hot dog. Is that something a gigolo would say? Is that something a hitman would say? (laughs) Or is that something that a self-proclaimed preacher would say? I think... In all instances, that is uh, troublesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, here, I hold my hot dog. Why would <laughs> why would someone pull this and put it online? Okay.
0: Um, I don't even care if I, I, I don't know. I do. I I want to say really quick that um, whenever you go onto IMDb and you look under the quotes, there are a lot of these that are like the quote in that I'm putting in quotation marks will be like dialogue between two people. This, I, I, this one is just a line that is by itself. This is not like in IMDB's quote section. No context at all. It's like, there was not a conversation. This was just one piece of dialogue that was listed. Okay.
1: That's the whole scene. The whole scene is just here. Hold my hot dog. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I, I almost at this point don't even care what movie this is from because, uh, any this being in any movie in cinema history is amazing so um i'm i'm just i'm just gonna just for shits and giggles i just hope it's night of the hunter i just really hope that this cinema classic this i this uh criterion masterpiece that there's uh, there's uh at least you know a few frames of celluloid out there that have here, hold my hot dog. Robert Mitchum <laughs> say, Here hold my hot dog. Be a Mitchum man. To a child. Here hold my hot dog. Well, I mean maybe, maybe he's like maybe that's what he's trying to do is like he's trying to um you know, get this information about the money that was stolen. Uh yeah. this treasure. And uh he's he's just trying to uh win over the child and be like, Here, hold my hot dog. Like here, like like if you tell me like <laughs> it just sounds so wrong yes <laughs> here um uh i mean cuz okay i'll i'll try to i will try to actually play the game here it doesn't feel like perfect strain no sorry impulse it doesn't feel like impulse because i feel like oh well, i mean maybe it is actually um but i feel like a, a gigolo wouldn't say that mm-hmm. um and there's no one else i mean this could be a you know a throwaway character in the movie too. Who knows who this is? Um, but I feel like, you know, maybe that those, I don't, I don't feel like hot dogs come into the conversation of the, of the characters of, uh, perfect strangers. Um, impulse. Um, I just, yeah, (laughs) I know it's not night of the hunter but I'm just going to say Night of the Hunter because here's why. Here's why I'm saying Night of the Hunter. Either one, it is Night of the Hunter and it's going to be fucking amazing and I'm going to laugh my ass off. Or two, it's not Night of the Hunter and I still laugh because I thought it was Night of the Hunter. So I still I win personally.
0: This is a personal win either way. Night of the Hunter. There we go. That's, that's all you have at this that's point. That's all I have at this point. <laughs> It is delivered by Mr. William Shatner in the movie Impulse. That's amazing. Okay. As Matt Stone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Here. Hold my hot dog.
0: (laughs) Whenever I get this Blu-ray, I got to, whenever I find that part of the movie, I got to send you a video of it. Here. Hold my hot dog. That was written
1: for for William Shatner. And this is in 74. Yeah. So this is like, this is after everyone's very familiar with William Shatner at this point. Like he's, he's not like a known, like, you know, he's not like just a, like a random background actor who got like a, a lead role. He's a familiar face. There are literally, there are literally masks being made of him that are then used for other films that spawn a whole franchise. <laughs> and this guy said, here, hold my hot dog. That's awesome. <laughs> I kind of want. Okay, so how about this? We haven't seen, or well, we yes, but you specifically have have not seen uh, this scene where here hold my hot dog is mentioned, and you have no context to this. No. So let's just assume, like you said, that there that there is, this isn't a conversation. That that that's why I am to be only list this as as a solitary line. So. What is what is the scene in whatever movie? Doesn't matter in the movie anymore. We just need to write a scene where the only thing spoken before cutting to the next scene is here, hold my hot dog. Okay. I'm I'm picturing a bus stop. I don't a I don't I don't know I don't know why. <laughs> And I, and I don't mean, I don't mean like, um, I don't mean bus. Well, m- maybe I do, but I I wasn't, I wasn't picturing bus stop like, uh, like city bus, you know, side of the road, sidewalk, bench, and a, uh, awning type bus stop. I'm picturing like a bus station, like Greyhound cross country, like middle of New Mexico. Uh, you know, it's the only stop for miles, uh, type thing. And, uh, uh, You know, there's a bus that comes through like once a day, and that's the only thing that comes in and out of this little, this little place. And there just happens to be like a gas station, uh, a a half-working restroom, and a hot dog vendor. That's it. (laughs) So, so what happens?
0: (laughs) I wasn't picturing that at all.
1: Okay, well that's fine. So, what were you picturing? Whenever you hear, (laughs) whenever you hear. Here, hold my hot dog. What do you picture?
0: So I think Mr. Matt Stone is up to some obvious nefarious business given the synopsis that we have for the film. And I imagined being the quality of picture that we have to work off of with this, that it was going to be like, um, it wasn't going to be that extravagant. And yes, I'm saying a bus station with a hot dog vendor is extravagant. I think, I think that they're literally at a baseball game, with. Uh, so he's like, yeah. Um, no offense to any baseball fans out there. He's at. So he has the the widow and her daughter, and they're at a baseball game, and he literally has a hot dog <laughs> that he got at the baseball game. But he's gonna go. He's he's like up to whatever weird business he's doing. So he like. He sees something. I don't know. This is, maybe this is what we need <laughs> to come up with. He, he just, sees, and he he just like says to like the kid, like here, hold my hot dog. And he like okay. the kid the okay, hot dog so, gets so up wh- and goes wh- off. What, to what do I was doing is,
1: is I was just writing a whole different film. Um, yeah, but you are actually keeping it within this movie, so I like your approach better here. Okay, so Matt Stone is at a baseball stadium, um, and uh, like he he uh, just got his hot dog. Put some relish on it. The widow is standing there. So who does he hand it? He hands it to the daughter. Yeah. So how? So so whenever you describe this, I picture the daughter being older, like an adult. But so you're well, picturing her being younger.
0: I've seen the trailer, so I know how old she is. Yeah.
1: Okay. So okay, that's fair. <laughs>
0: or like an idea. How about I guess.
1: we? How about just for for funsies? It would be hilarious if she was older, like an adult. Like she just took like this guy. <laughs> She's like twenty. Twenty. Yeah, I was even thinking like thirty. I don't even know, but. Like, <laughs> But yeah, uh, uh, so
0: 1974, William Shatner is is like he's
1: going for the older c- cougar,
0: he, seducing this <laughs> this. Well, like he has to bilk. so 55 year old.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because what I was thinking, and listen, I I understand that I'm wrong here. I'm not saying this is what it really is. I'm just saying initially, I I assumed that that the gigolo was younger and that he went after older women okay. who had money. From like, you know, their yeah, spouses sure. dying after a long life of, you know, investments or whatever. Right. So, yeah. So, I yeah. did picture the daughter being like nearly his age, you know. <laughs> uh, but, okay. Okay. So, let's erase all my stuff. I like your idea. Baseball game. Baseball stadium. He's taking the mother and the younger daughter, the child, to the game. You saying he hands it to the child? Yes. Okay. So, okay. Because he gets distracted because, uh, of a potential target or a potential, <laughs> I like that though. I, I like that he's like, he's there to try to, um, you know, uh, win over the affection of, of both of these people, but specifically maybe even trying to, um, uh, uh, prevent the child from, uh, having, uh, you know, doubts about his motives like you know, he's really trying to like connect with them and seem like he's like a you know he's a le- legit person. He's really invested in this relationship. So he's like, let's all go out as a as a as a unit to uh, to the American pastime. I like that, and then I also like the idea that all it takes is like a fleeting moment of of oh that person has on an expensive hat, that lady has on an expensive hat. Maybe I could like you know. Uh, get the ball rolling on yeah, like, the next exactly yeah exactly yeah. yeah uh here hold my hot dog and then he just like <laughs> he just like shoves <laughs> it in the kid's chest and like walks off
0: <laughs> like not even looking just like <laughs> shoves yeah, no, it into yeah, no, her while looking exactly the other woman
1: his eyes are locked on that expensive yeah. hat and he just like here hold my hot dog yeah like like no emotion <laughs> even just dry okay so now we've got, we got we've got the general idea of the scene um but hold my hot dog <laughs> like out for yes, Shatter. Shatter, yeah. was that ringo um he yeah, <laughs> <dog. laughs> <laughs> That that's a great moment, okay, so um uh yes, so we have the general idea of the scene, but now let's let's go through uh the entirety of this scene, keeping mm-hmm. in mind that the only thing that is said is, Here, hold my hot dog, so if there's other of information it can maybe be like background actors talking or what you know, like the general chatter of the stadium right but mm-hmm. we have to set like like how does the scene start what's the middle point and then we know that the ending point is here hold my hot dog shove in chest walk away so
0: let's yeah this i think picture. it's just a, a little he gets the hot dog Like he, like there is actually like the hot dog guy, and he's like, yeah, I'll take one, and he gets the hot dog. But then they sit down. (laughs) Sorry.
1: So wait. So have all three of them gone to the hot dog vendor, or just him and the and the daughter?
0: No, this is like the guy that um, like oh, just walks around. Hot dog, get your hot dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. So he he takes it. The guy gives him the hot dog, and then the game is
1: happening. Not only is (laughs) not only is there a hot dog, and he's supposed to be in his like you know little bubble with these three people, these three people, but but the game is happening, and he still is distracted (laughs) by this hat that's like three bleachers away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he
0: he sits down with the hot dog in his hand. And maybe he, like, you know, he takes one bite out of it or something. Not even that. I'm like, saying,
1: like, it's, it's one of those things where, like, he goes to, like, like, close up on, like, you know, teeth. Teeth are, like, indenting the skin of the hot dog. Like, it's that close to a bite before he pauses. And then he takes it, you know, he, like, he stops mid-bite. That's how close he is to being in the moment. And then all of a sudden, like, wh- wherever he turned his head to take that bite, you know, uh, to like make sure that the relish and the mustard didn't drip, like he had to like tilt his head just right. Maybe the hot dog vendor guy like moved out of the way, and there was the hat. And we see that POV shot of like the lady setting like you know three sections away with a hat, and he just like
0: pulls it back out and just here hold my hot dog. <laughs> see, I was I was picturing he he actually takes the first bite, and he's like he like kind of chews a little bit, and he like looks over at the. The daughter and the widow mom, and like kind of like with disdain, <laughs> and they're enjoying the game so they don't even notice, right? Yeah, and um, he's so he's like he's still kind of chewing. <laughs> I like and, how like, they're he, the like, baseball he, like, fans. He like, he like looks up, he like looks up and like stops chewing, but he's got like the the cheek full of yeah, hot dogs still. The kinda, pocket but of hot but dog. He, like, Yeah, he stops chewing and he's like. Here, hold my talk. <laughs> it shuts the breast of it at the kid and gets up and walks off. <laughs> Max,
1: where are you going? Max. That's the next scene. Uh Okay. Matt. Oh, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. Matt, where are you going? Yeah. Uh I okay. No, I like all of that. Because see, originally I was picturing like they like, you know, seventh inning stretch, they went to like the concession stand, you know, mm-hmm. busy crowd. Cause I, I wasn't even giving the guy. Um, as much disdain for the moment as you are, where he's just like, he's <laughs> like, so, okay. So now we we almost, I know this is going long, I know, but we almost have to back up. So how does this, how does this scene start? We said that the hot dog guy is like coming, coming down, you know, like the rows or whatever. So one, yeah. it's like, what mood or what, you know, like what's, what's going on um, that Matt wants a hot dog other than just simply, I'm hungry, right? Uh, So maybe this is like the scene before, right? I I need to know like what Matt is doing, that he's sitting there. Like where are we at in the game? Like has has
0: the game started yet? Has the game been going? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I I think he's like, um, it's almost like, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not going to phrase this very well but it's it's like he's almost like whenever a child like you, you like you need something to like it's almost like he needs he he doesn't want to be there and he needs he's like it's f- like this one fidgety? thing to like kind of separate himself from like the moment in a way i don't know how to describe needs, what i want to say
1: the hot dog is an escape <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wait! Oh wait! 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 Okay, hold on. Let's try to connect it into the um, the con man um, side of his of his his element because we end the scene. The hot dog is an escape. That's that's an American biography book somewhere out there. The hot dog is an escape um, oh, <laughs> episode <man>. title. <laughs> so, uh, he, uh, Matt is like you said. Like this is like you know. Third or fourth inning, and he, and for some reason, the widow and the daughter are like massive baseball fans. Um, so they're in the game, like you said, they're, they're, to- and he's just there. He said, Yeah, yeah, let's go to the game and, and have a good time, right? Knowing deep down he hates baseball, right? Like, he's just like, football is so much better, baseball is so <laughs> slow, you know, boring. <clears throat> um, but he wants, to, he's really trying to convince this, this mother. That he is, you know, in this for the long haul because that's how he knows mm-hmm. he's going to get the money, right? Um, So, yeah. So, he's sitting there for several innings. And he just keeps almost like one of those things where we get to see from his point of view uh, kind of like what his, his um, not quite ADD attention is trying to focus on. It's everything but the game, you know? So like he's he's like kind of like zooming in on like conversations in other, in other sections, you know that kind of thing, and but he, but he he's analyzing the whole situation as if how would like he handle like how, like what would he be doing, so he sees across the way he sees um a young couple, and they're kind of flirting in the stands so that like sparks his um um gigolo. Mindset, and it's like you know, how would he flirt, right? And then all of a sudden, something else captures his attention, and it's uh, uh, you know, some guy yelling or whatever, and with his buddies, and they're all placing bets about you know, some some asinine thing, like the pitcher's gonna you know look twice at first base before he throws it, you know, you know, and so that that like triggers his con man brain, you know, and he's like thinking about how he would you know do that, but then the hot dog guy comes into view. Like he just like interrupts one of those you know vignettes that Matt is focused on, and uh, and suddenly Matt is just like you know like you said he need, he needs something <laughs> to like take him out of this like he needs something to like focus on because he's just so like you know scatterbrained or whatever, um, and then like as the hot as he watches the hot dog guy for a couple sales, maybe he even starts to picture himself like how could I con people out of out of hot like but with hot dogs this guy's always thinking about how to play the game right i could use my gigolo suave you know my flirtatious whatever my connection with people to to to, to sell hot dogs but so this is the hot dog con <laughs> <laughs> It's the escape, yes. Um, uh, yeah, but so he's do, he's doing that. So, so the only reason he, he goes through with calling the hot dog vendor over, right, is because he kind of wants to one-on-one see what this guy's tactic is, right? Like, how is this guy going to sell me this tube of meat in a soggy bun to make it sound like it's great? Like, he kind of wants to, you know, see what his game is. Not to say that the hot dog guy is a con man, but it's still a salesman, right? He still has to convince you with confidence that this is a good product to buy, right? So Matt, you know, he doesn't say anything. He just stands up and does like one of those like, you know, finger point head nod type thing. The guy, the hot dog salesman comes up, right? Um, We kind of hear the conversation off to the side a little bit. Matt sets back down, almost kind of. Not stunned or surprised, but just satisfied with the pitch he just got because he clearly bought the hot dog, right? It worked on him. He's like, holy shit, Like that guy is good at what he does, right? <clears throat> and then like you said, he takes that first bite. He's now focused on this. The hot dog is the escape. First bite, half a chew, glances over, sees really nice fancy lady sitting kind of by herself in a section with a big hat. You know, real fancy dress or whatever. I don't know what people wear to baseball games, clearly. Um (laughs) and that's whenever he says, Hold my hot dog. Here, wait, here, hold my hot dog. And he just like pushes it to the girl and gets up and walks away. That's the whole scene. That's it. No, no actual dialogue. That is the whole scene. Yeah. Okay. So now the the homework is to go watch this movie. And and just like with um uh the Midnight express. Midnight express we're going to see how accurate not how wrong
0: how accurate we were with describing that scene okay yeah well, i'll um <clears throat> report back in like a couple months or whenever that blu- i don't know when that blu-ray comes out i it's limited to like 2000 copies or something i got um one of 2000 and it, and it's going to be autographed by the director too autographed um, not only is it autographed
1: yeah. not only is it limited But it also has the line here, hold my hot dog. Hold my hot dog. (laughs) All right. What was that called again?